<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Completely in awe of plant medicine. I'm completely in awe of community. I'm completely in awe of what happens when you fully trust in the universe and the divine. When you do the thing that is scary, do the thing that is the most painful. You really have all the time in the world if that's how you see it. Like more and more, I'm just realizing life is completely in the eyes of the beholder. And we are the ones in control of that. It is it is completely up to us to control our reality completely. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to Acting My Age. So fucking glad you're here. Just a few things I wanted to pop in and say. If you like this podcast and you want to support it and support me, one thing that you can do is leave a positive review on the iTunes page. Reviews and positive reviews help the podcast get noticed and spread around and will allow more people to listen to it. And that would be so fucking sick. So thank you guys so much. If you feel called to leave a review, I would absolutely appreciate it. And yeah, let's get into the episode. Hello, goddesses and humans of the earth. (laughs) Welcome back to the pod. It's been a bit of a break. Um, Dear God, where do I start? There has been so many fucking changes. Um, as expected, the fit for service summit that I just attended a couple weeks ago was life-changing, just like the first one. Um, completely life-changing each time I go, it's like I, I die (laughs) and I shed a part of me or just a lot like, whew. Yeah, it's a rebirth. Every time I go, it's it's a really big rebirth and it's often very emotional, um, painful at times, very exciting, so much gratitude. Like there's just so much that goes into it and this time was no different. So there's a lot moving here and um, I'm not going to share all of it quite yet. Um, I think it needs a little more time before I share, but the gist of it is that I am different. <laughs> I have experienced my soul calling firsthand. Um, I've kept asking, like, show me, show me, show me, show me how to use this. Show me, like, please. And then I was shown. I was tossed into the deep end of a situation where I had to rely completely on my gifts, my past life, healing gifts that have been there for so many fucking lifetimes and centuries and they go way back and um I got to I got to use them all as much as I possibly could in a very exciting, extreme, wild scenario. Maybe I'll share one day, but I I was face to face with my with my dharma. I was swimming 
in the waters of my dharma and it felt so fucking good so so many changes i don't even know where to start i don't even know where to start but i'm gonna travel for a couple months i'm going to go sit with ayahuasca which i have already shared with you guys i believe i'm gonna go to peru for december and sit with ayahuasca which i'm so excited so honored humble i'm humbly entering into this relationship with grandmother aya i am ready um for her for her teachings and her wisdom so i'll be there for a while i'll have a five ayahuasca ceremonies i will be fasting i will be in silence um it's going to be yeah it's going to be a big stretching of my soul my body all of it but um after what i've just gone through i am you know feeling pretty good <laughs> feeling pretty good about my abilities um my confidence it's more it's not even confidence it's just i have so much trust in the the timeline and the divine like i really i really made decisions that were just complete and full trust it's the only way that it would work full fucking trust in the, the divine and it's paid off not even paid off it's it's the fruits of the labor of that trust have been bountiful to say the least like everything is just falling into place for me so quickly like boom 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 opportunities just falling into my lap oh god it's amazing so anyway i'm gonna travel i'm gonna be in costa rica for a while and then i'm gonna be moving to austin permanently and i am so excited about it i've been thinking about that for a while i have such a community there i love it there so much and um yeah that's where i'm gonna be settling i'm so pumped and i've been invited to be a facilitator at a um, psilocybin retreat center in mexico called buena vida um if you are looking to sit with plant medicine and sit with psilocybin mushrooms my friend amanda and maria run the center and they are incredible people they are experienced they're highly experienced they're highly trustworthy they are very devoted and respectful to the medicine which is something to be very uh cautious of i would say like there are are a lot of people who offer medicine who um may not respect it to the level that it deserves and may not respect the container to the level that it deserves so i have absolute trust and faith in maria and amanda um so if you're looking for a place to go i would definitely recommend them the buena vida and i will be a guest facilitator there which is so so exciting that is my soul calling is being a healer being a medicine woman and that sounds weird because it's not really something that you know is on the like when you're in high school and you go to the guidance counselor to figure out like what you're going to do with your life, you know, healer and medicine woman isn't really on the list. It's like, do you want to be, you know, you want to go to nursing school or like you want to go get your like communications degree or be a teacher? Like what's up? You know, it's not on there. (laughs) I didn't know that this was a possibility because I don't have, I didn't have examples of that, but yeah, that's, (laughs) that's what I'm here to do. So, 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 so clearly. And I, I only have that, knowing based off of the experiences that I have now lived based off of the wild medicine songs that come through me my throat makes all these noises I never knew it could make um, in ceremony and I can feel the frequency and the vibration of how my voice interacts with different energy blockages in people's bodies and I know how to like oh god there's so much I really can't even do it justice speaking about it it's something that can be really I think felt felt and experienced Uh, otherwise it just doesn't do it justice but yeah I will be doing that 
and I'm so excited about it. It feels so insanely good. Um, other big update, I will be hosting, co-hosting a retreat with one of my sisters, Sarah Howitt, at the end of January, January 20th to 24th. It's going to be in Portland, Maine, and it's a uh, four-day women's retreat. It's all about death and rebirth. It's going to be fucking powerful. Sarah's going to be leading a grief workshop, and then we're going to be doing funeral ceremonies for the woman that you were like a full-on ceremony one by one for each person we're gonna be doing a wild woman like ecstatic dance like super primal fucking wolf woman ecstatic dance um we're gonna be doing i'm doing a sacred rage poetry workshop we're doing so so much stuff it's gonna be very powerful so if you're interested, just keep an eye on my Instagram. Or if you just want to email me, R-O-H-I-N-I-M-I-K at gmail.com, we can get it figured out because we will be having one-on-one calls with everyone who's interested to make sure it's the right fit um, because it's going to be you know, a pretty selective group and it's going to be very, very powerful. So, so excited. This is my fucking dharma. It's serving. That's all I want to do. All I want to do is serve. And I think it's kind of cool that up until this point, the way that I have served is still, it's, it's similar, but it's just a little off. Like my voice, my throat chakra is one of the ways that I serve. And now it's through medicine songs. Now it's through poetry, but the last couple of years it's been through YouTube videos and talking and just chatting and being on a, my podcast. And it's still been my voice, but just in a different way. So it feels, it feels cool to see how that kind of you know arches into this new beautiful expression that I'm sure will continue to grow and grow and grow my whole life um which is such a gift everything is such a fucking gift so yeah there's a lot but it's all so beautiful and I'm just in awe of life I'm completely in awe completely in awe of plant medicine I'm completely in awe of community I'm completely in awe of what happens when you fully trust in the universe and the divine When you do the thing that is scary, do the thing that is the most painful and see what happens on the other side, walking through it in full trust and full faith. It's it's incredible. It's truly incredible. So yeah, that's a little bit about me, (laughs) but I've just been packing up the house to get out of this house for last like 10 days and I'm here for a little bit longer and then I go and I'm very excited to close the chapter on Washington. I'm really excited for a fresh start. I'm really excited to be around community and sisters and just, yeah, just dance and play and laugh and create and help and serve and just ah, all the bestest things. So yeah, I guess I just wanted to talk this episode about a little bit about like the grieving process for yourself, like grieving the woman that you were like, what, what does that mean? What does that look like? I'm not sure if I've shared this quote on the podcast yet, but I really, really like it. Um, it's to truly love someone is attending a thousand funerals of the person they used to be, which I think is so powerful. And when you think about that, like you are going to attend the most funerals for yourself every year, every six months, every fucking month, every couple weeks, you're shifting and changing. And at this, at this time on the planet, it really feels like people are shifting radically, radically fast. Everyone I know is completely changing their lives right now, quitting jobs, leaving partners, moving across the country, you know, like radical, radical, radical change. It's, it's that time, you know, the collective is waking up. There's no time to fucking waste. And, uh, that call, 
Are you going to step into the call, even though it's scary, even though it's new, even though it's unknown? Are you going to listen to it? Are you going to look fear in the face and just say, I got this shit and go for it? Or are you going to wait? And you know, waiting's okay. Listening to that sacred knowing, is it time or is it time to wait? But sometimes I found that when you wait, and even when you know what you need to do, and you wait, and you wait, and you wait, things start getting more dissonant. Things start getting more uncomfortable. Emotions start getting more mm, harder to ignore. (laughs) And things just kind of stop flowing. Like you're stubbing your toe more often or like just things are a little harder. It's not smooth. It's like, you know, but when you're fully in trust and you just listen and you're like, okay, here I go. I know this is right. I'm going to surrender and just fucking go for it. Ah, it's so flowy. It's like, here you go. Here you go. Here's this. Here's this green light, green light, green light. And it's so beautiful. So oftentimes, at least in my own experience, in order for that flowy, beautiful, state of just receiving from the universe there has to be a grieving process and a death and you know when we have a friend and they change and then we're not really as close anymore it's like oh wow we really grieve them we grieve that relationship we grieve the memories we had together we grieve the person that we knew and that's perfectly beautiful and healthy so why would it be any different with ourselves like I look back at photos of me from when I was living in New York when I was like, I think 20. And I just look back, I'm like, oh my God. And there is this grieving process. It's like, oh, sweet girl. Like, wow, you had such a fun life. You had no idea what the fuck was going on, but you had such a fun life. Like I wasn't connected to my soul or my calling or just the truths that I now embody, but I was having so much fun. It just, when I look back at those photos, I'm like, wow, what a light, what a light existence. Like it just was fun. I was going to parties and I was buying fancy things and I was running around the streets of New York with my girlfriends and having amazing conversations and meeting really cool people and traveling. And it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. And there is a a grief there. Like, wow, you know, things were so simple then. Things were so simple. But she had to die in order to the next version of Rohini to be born And then that version had to die for the next and the next and the next and the next and next. And Jesus, this last couple, two years, as many people, um, COVID has been a collective awakening for many people, if not everyone. Um, I've gone through, my God, like so many versions of myself. Jeez, 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 jeez. I got rid of so, like, I got rid of so many things, um, like, (laughs) the coat that I wore like every day during COVID is just this big ass Aritzia black puffer. It was so comfy, but it just reminds me of being depressed, depressed in Washington in the gloomy winter, just wearing that thing every day for months and months and months and months. And it's gray outside and it's raining and you don't know what you're doing with your life. And you feel like everyone hates you and you're just so alone and you're playing Nintendo switch by yourself. and Like (laughs) that version of Rohini had to, live and then you know stop and die (laughs) and be reborn into something else and just again and again and again and again and again and again and it's never gonna stop and I think that's so fucking cool we get to reinvent ourselves forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever like it never ends it never ends what makes a life a good one Is it the adventure you have? 
or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hello, hello, beautiful. I have an incredible offer from Zola to tell you about. Join 1 million couples who plan their weddings with Zola. Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful by creating everything couples need all in one place. You got wedding vendors, save the dates and invitations, free websites, a registry, and more. Zola pre-screens vendors and makes personalized recommendations based on your style, budget, and more. And Zola will start conversations with any vendor of your choice, which makes it so much smoother. Zola has hundreds of beautiful, affordable, save the date and invitation designs, and you can order free samples beforehand to get a feel for them in person. They even have a built-in registry service. You can add cash funds, experiences, and gifts all in one place. So basically, Zola makes one of the most stressful jobs, wedding planning, a bajillion times easier. That way you can focus on how special your day is going to be and not how difficult it is to find a vendor, pick an invitation design, or customize your registry. Go to Zola.com slash acting today and use promo code SAVE50, that's SAVE50, to get 50% off your save the dates. You can also get free personalized paper samples before you purchase. That's Zola.com slash acting promo code save 50. Thanks, Zola. I love this idea that um, I heard it about it on one of Aubrey's podcasts, but I forgot who the guest was, but he was saying like, you know, we have this notion of YOLO. You only live once. Like you got to just seize the day, fucking carpe diem, do the crazy thing because you might die tomorrow, which is valid. And that's true. Life is precious and time, time is not real. <laughs> but what if instead of YOLO, it's we have all the time in the world. We have all the time in the world. How does that shift things? Those things that you think you need to do tomorrow, those things that you're putting pressure on yourself for, like I'm not good enough at this. I'm running out of time for this. I need to be married by 30 and have kids and I need to have this job. And oh my God, I'm still like working as a bartender when I need to be doing this, blah, blah, blah. Like you're putting so much pressure on yourself. But what if you live forever? You have all the time in the world to do everything that you want. You can take up more hobbies. You can wait a little while to start this project until it feels right. You can go slow with this new person you're dating. Like you really have all the time in the world if that's how you see it. Like more and more, I'm just realizing life is completely in the eyes of the beholder. And of course, we've always heard that. But like really though, really though, people who are sitting next to each other having the exact same physical experiences can have completely different realities, completely different realities. And we are the ones in control of that. It is it is completely up to us to control our reality completely. We have all of the power. So shift. Try and shift your mindset. And of course, it's not going to be you just wake up. You're like, I have all the time in the world. I'm going to start painting and I'm going to get my guitar and I'm going to just, you know, not go to work today because fuck that. Like <laughs> it's going to be a while before these, these ideas 
start to really sink in and you embody them, you know, we've been, we've been thinking these same thoughts for years and years and years and years and years and they form a groove in our brain and it's hard to get out of that groove, but it is completely possible. Epigenetics proves that it is possible and our brains are always being molded. We're not stuck. We're never, never, never stuck unless we believe that we are. So, you know, how, what can you do right now? Or not even do, like, just sit down, close your eyes, and breathe. Breathe, like, really, really good breaths. Like, we can do some together because it's just really nice. So, yeah, have your eyes closed and take some deep breaths in through your nose and out through your nose. Inhale. Exhale. Nice and soft. Inhale. Exhale. One more time. Nice and softly. Inhale. With your eyes still closed, just sitting in this moment, this presence, feeling your body feeling the support beneath you, feeling your heart beating in your chest, (sighs) coming into presence, what do you want? What do you want? Not what other people want for you, not what you think you need, what do you want? it feels good what do you want that when you imagine it your heart starts beating a little faster maybe you get butterflies maybe you smile maybe you get excited tingles what do you want that feels a little bit scary just a little bit out of reach can you see it What does it look like? What are you doing in this life, in this imagining? Are you happy? How's your energy? Do you feel free? Do you feel joyful? Do you feel passionate, creative, adventurous? How do you feel when you think about what you want? When you imagine who you could be? What do you want? What do you want so badly that you think you might try to get it for the rest of your life every single day? What do you want so badly that it's unshakable? What is your truth of what you want? so hold that hold that image hold that feeling if you want to pause this and journal about that would definitely encourage it but I'm finding more and more the key the major key (laughs) to this little thing called life is dropping into the body drop 
dropping to the body, dropping into the feminine. The mind is the masculine. The body is the feminine. The feminine is all-knowing, all-seeing, all-feeling. She's so wise and she has so much to share with us. The body has so much to share because when we think about an idea and our body clenches and tenses up, and we get all anxious it's like okay that's a sign when we think about something and our body feels excited and happy and energized it's like okay that's a sign we think about something and our body gets all maybe we got a knot in our stomach we get a little hot it's like okay there's so many signs there's so many signs and something that I've really loved in the retreats that I've been to now is like for every highly emotional experience, there's also a somatic experience to go along with it. So you're moving your body, you're shaking your body, you're doing breath work, you're doing dance, you're stretching. Like there, the the way that we can really bring these ideas home, because of course there's a bajillion, gazillion amazing books to read, and there's a bajillion podcasts to listen to, and you know workshops to attend, and all of these things, journal prompts to do, but. If they're just floating around in the ether, like, okay, yeah, I'll read a couple chapters of this. Like, yeah, okay, that was cool, but what? They're just ideas. They're just concepts. They're floating up around in your mind, floating up in the ether, and, like, they're they're not really grounded. You don't put them into practice, and it's no one's fault. But sometimes, I know I've wondered, like, I read something, I'm like, I didn't, I'm not, why am I not doing that? Like, I read that, but um, I'm not changing my habits. Like, nothing's changing. I feel the same. My actions have not changed, even though I read this life-changing book. Like, what's that about? And for me, it's because I didn't embody it. I, I understood it. I read it. I comprehended it. But I didn't embody it. I didn't bring it into my body, which is where all the magic is. That's where all the fucking sauce is, is in your body. So how can you bring these ideas into your body? How can you feel them? And that's why I love guided visualizations or meditations, because it's like you awaken these sensations in your body which helps you kind of gauge is this right is this wrong does this feel good am I going to remember this does this thing stick like what's going on (laughs) um so yeah I love qigong it's one of my favorite I just look up videos on youtube and do like half an hour of qigong or 15 minutes incredible way to connect with the energy of your body and they really emphasize awakening and soothing the feminine and masculine um parts of the body so like the inside i think is feminine the outside is masculine i don't remember but there's like you pat down the inside and then you pat down the outside of your arm and then you pat down the inside of your thigh and then you pat down the outside and like it's all about the balance of both and it's very lovely i love qigong dancing bitches y'all bitches know i love dancing because it gets me my body oh my god like I have, when I've been grieving, when I've been sad, when I've been angry, all of the things, I just dance. And it's, it's like, dancing is like a prayer for me. Like when I was just overjoyed with gratitude for the earth after, when I was still in Sedona, I just put on this beautiful medicine song and just started vibing around and like weaving and just fluid. And it feels like, okay, this is how I'm honoring my existence is by dancing, by making my body into art in the way that I know how, you know, I'm not an artist. I'm not a painter, but I can, I can move. I can shake those hips from on earth. (laughs) Um, so yeah. How can you get into your body? How can you feel what wants to be felt? That's part of the grieving process, feeling everything that wants to be felt. And 
if possible, doing it in a container where you are held and you are safe, where if slash when you break down, there's someone there to hold you, to check in on you, to be like, hey, you want to talk? Oh God, it's priceless, which is why I'm so honored to be getting into this work, doing women's work, doing my goddess circles, doing the retreat coming up, like doing plant medicine ceremonies. It is an honor. It is an honor to facilitate space where people can feel seen and held and safe, safe enough to completely lose their shit and break down and know that they are okay and no one's judging them. And there's a hug right there waiting for them if they want it so powerful (sighs) so don't be scared of dying (laughs) don't be scared of dying in any form but really don't be scared of letting the old you die 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 we don't need her anymore she served her purpose she was beautiful she you couldn't have done it any other way you know that's that's the like prayer is just Every day, everything has gone as it was meant to meant to go. Like, nothing could have been any different. There's no way. It's not possible. So just let that shit go. Let the expectations of how something should or shouldn't work out. Just go. It's not important. The expectations are not important. It's just something you're putting on yourself. Let it go. Let the old you go. And maybe write a letter to her. I did that. It's very powerful. Write a letter to her and then do a little ceremony of your own. You could burn it. You could bury it. You could, you know, put it in the water, whatever feels good. Like do a little ceremony for the old you and then meet the new you. (laughs) Awaken this goddess that is rising and coming out of you because I know you guys are rising. I know you listening. I know that you are. This is happening fast for so many people. And I really believe if you're listening to this, oh, honey, you are on a mission. You're on a mission to step into your most beautiful truth. And I'm so here for it. So just really drop in to this new woman that you are. What does she want? What does she need? What does she crave? Who is she? What does she like? What does she wear? There are no rules. Change your wardrobe completely. Fuck it. Get rid of all your furniture. Fuck it. (laughs) I mean, you know, within reason. Do whatever feels good, but like, release all the expectations if you want to be a full ass tarot crystal witch like do it if you want to be a businesswoman do it if you want to wear like collegiate sweaters and read a lot of books do it if you want to be a gardener if you want to go live on the farm if you on a farm if you want to go be an au pair in france for a while like do it do it do it do it do it do whatever your soul is calling you now more than ever it is time to push past the fear push past the grief feel the grief but don't let it stop you Grief and rage are bedmates. It's something I've been thinking about a lot. Grief and rage are bedmates. When grief isn't felt, it can often turn into rage. And rage, she is a powerful beast. She's beautiful. Sacred rage is incredibly potent. And that can also turn into other things that can be very destructive. Rage can turn into bitterness and anger and destructive habits and jealousy and aggression and frustration and things that haven't been expressed in a clean way they come out one way or another so if this grief this sadness isn't felt can turn into rage that can then turn into something else that might be more destructive than it is helpful so feel the grief feel the grief feel the grief of the job that you lost feel the grief of the partner that you thought you were going to be with 
and you aren't anymore. Feel the grief of the friends that you thought you had. Feel the grief of the hometown that you used to love. Feel the grief of the woman you were and just give her love. Give them all love and gratitude. You can feel really good after moments like that to just shake, like just shake your body and kind of dust it off, like physically dust your body off with your hands, your legs, like just dust it off and shake and all of this is very real. Um, all of these somatic things are really real, like that feels good. <laughs> Do the things that feel good. There is no judgment. I'm not judging you not judging you no one's judging you except yourself so just shake it off girlfriend ah okay i think that is my episode for this week and then i'll be back next week and then we're gonna have another big break as i go off into the jungle and i cannot even imagine what it's gonna be like when i do come back to this podcast because it's gonna be a couple months it's gonna be a lot of changes Dear God, am I excited? So I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you so much for tuning in. I fucking love you, you radiant queens. And I will see you next week. Mm-hmm.